Hey y'all, welcome to the Filling Station. I am Daytra M. Cooley, Miss Didi, that is. Y'all, I'm super, super excited. I have a topic today that is really, really interesting. Um, And it's guilt and shame. Or shame and guilt. Guilt, shame. In, in Fanya therapy, I call it a silent killer. Because that is something, it's something that will destroy you from the inside out if you're not careful it's like one of those uh, like like a cancerous sore it, it just builds from the inside or you know like that spider whatever that spider is that that it starts destroying the flesh um tissues on the inside and and by the time you recognize it it truly has done a lot of damage more so than you realize shame and guilt is almost like that in a sense you know, and have you ever done something and you felt really, really bad afterwards? I'm talking about real, real bad. And you may have asked for forgiveness, you know, or asked that person to forgive you, ask God for forgiveness, but yet and still it bothered you when you thought about it. It seemed like the more that you thought about it, the more you think about it, it really bothers you. It's always on your mind. It's really, really like, oh, you know, and in finding therapy, I think I said, you know, I had to go back and ask God to help me forgive myself. Because when I forget, when I ask for forgiveness, I know that God forgave me. He forgives. He's a forgiving God. But I needed to go to I need to forgive myself, you know, and when I do things wrong, I need to learn how to let it go and forgive myself. I remember that one time I was praying, God, please, you know, I pray for forgiveness. And God said so boldly, I forgave you. You need to forgive you. And I'm like, wow, that is so, okay, God, I'm getting it. I need to forgive myself. And that that's kind of attached to that, that shame and that guilt. Because God forgave me the moment I ask. But did I forgive myself when I ask? So I said, God forgave me. But me, not so much. But when he forgave me, then why is it that I was holding on to something that he forgave me for? You know, why am I holding on to that? Or why would you hold on to something that he already forgave you for? You know, these were things that I had to ask myself. I mean, do y'all ever talk to yourself? I mean, am I crazy by myself? You know, do, do do you talk to yourself? So let's talk about guilt. What is guilt? Guilt, it means to make someone feel guilty especially in order to induce them to do something hmm (laughs) that's something to think about it means to make someone feel guilty especially in order to induce them to do something and shame means a person action or situation that brings a loss of respect or honor I'm going to repeat that one. Shame means a person, an action, or a situation that brings a loss of respect or honor. It means a regrettable or unfortunate situation or action. It's used to reprove someone for something of which they should be ashamed of. It it makes a person feel ashamed 
It is a painful feeling of humiliation. Oh, a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by a consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior or responses, I would say. You know, so we all know the enemy's assignment is to steal, kill, and to destroy. The enemy's assignment is to cause us to be shameful and guilty of the things that we have done in the past. But when we ask God for forgiveness, he wipes those things clear from us and he does not remember them. But we are the ones that have the issues with remembering them. I have constantly reminded myself of the things that I had did wrong or done wrong, even though I know I asked for forgiveness. But for some reason, it was always on my mind. And I, every time I would think about it, I would say, God, I'm sorry. And then I got to thinking, OK, this has to be a trick of the enemy. If he's always trying to make me feel bad over something that God has already forgiven me for. And I'm reminded of John 10, 10, a thief only is there. A thief only comes to steal, kill and destroy. That is the enemy's assignment to steal, kill and destroy. But the word of God says, I come, I came so they could have real life and eternal life more and better than they have ever dreamed of. That's in the message Bible. Glory to God. It says a thief is only there to steal, kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life more and better life than they have ever dreamed of. Shame and guilt is a hindrance to you receiving this type of life. And if you're not careful, it will destroy you from the inside. The enemy's assignment is to steal, kill, and destroy. So if you're not careful, shame and guilt is nothing but a trick of the enemy. But you have got to be exceptionally careful what you receive. I needed to be exceptionally careful what I allow to control my thoughts. I'm going to say that one again. We have to be exceptionally careful what we allow to control our thoughts because immediately when that thought began to come in my mind, I needed to be careful and say, but God already forgave me. I needed to forgive myself. Oh, I mean, I, several times I've said, okay, Diddy girl, you got to get it together. And, and like I said, I talk to myself and we all do from time to time and it's okay. But the word of God teaches us God said he came that we may have life and have it more than we have ever dreamed of, you know, but have you ever been around somebody that tried to make you feel bad or guilty to get what they wanted you to do or get something from you or get you to go against what you really, really wanted to do, but they kept putting this little, that, that uh, make you feel bad type of talk, you know. Make you feel real bad. And then all of a sudden, they cause you to shift your thinking. Like they knew exactly what to say to make you do exactly what they wanted you to do. Now, I'm an overthinker. And I say that all the time because I think some things is just oh, okay. But if if that person 
has caused you with their choice of words to cause you to do something that you really, really didn't want to do. But because of shame and guilt, it made you do the opposite of what you really, really wanted to do. Then that's a form of control, control. So I have to ask who or what is in control. How can people make you do something against your will? How can people make you do something that you made a decision not to do by just simply changing their words, the things that they say to you? That's something to think about. You know, I, I my example is because they've studied you. They know exactly how you are. They know exactly how you're going to move. They know. Hey, look, this is chess. You know, chess, you have to know, you, you have to have, make strategic moves. And people like that, they know exactly how you are. They have studied your behavior. They know exactly how you're going to respond. They know exactly what to say, when to say what to say, to push your buttons or to make you feel different. They know exactly what to do to make you feel different. They know what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and 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 in what tone to say it, when to go high, when to go low, because they have studied you. It's chess. You know, and if this is an area that you need help in, it's okay. I've been there, so I know exactly how it is. And it's okay, but it's time to move forward. Shame and guilt is a hindrance. It will hinder you from moving forward. But you have to be strong enough to make the decision to say, I am moving forward. Forward. I refuse to allow shame and guilt to hinder me from being and doing all that God purposed and created me to be. I am willing to move forward. So, Ali, I have to ask you, are you really willing to move forward? Are you willing to go from that place to the next place? Are you willing to let those things behind, walk away from it, move from it, and be strong enough to know it's okay? It's okay to say no. It's okay to not feel guilty for saying no. I was that person that I would feel guilty just for saying no. And in my mind at night, I'm thinking, should I have said yes? Should I have done this? Or should I? No. Everything does not deserve a yes. I need to say that again. But I had to release myself from those thoughts. I had to release myself. Loose yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. I cried out to God. I asked him for help in that situation. But guess what? I needed to do my part. God is a faithful God and he knows exactly what you need before you even go to him and ask whatever it is that you need. But we, you and I, we must be willing to do our part. Remember, shame and guilt is a silent killer. So I'm going to leave you with the phrase from my book, Find Your Therapy. Shame and guilt will rob you of so much if you allow it. I'm going to say that one again. Shame and guilt will rob you of so much if you allow it. You must be willing to make the decision to let it go. Move forward, not drag shame and guilt because it is like carrying bags of weight. It will wear you down. It will rob you of so many things 
so many things. It just holds you back. Release it and let it go. So I pray for freedom and liberty that you're able to walk in those freedom and release those things. And when I say release them, that does not mean pray for it today, pick it up today and you back into the same. No, pray for and ask God to help you to let it go to move forward. And you know, one of the things I understand about moving forward, it takes some effort to take that first step. And sometimes that step is a really hard struggle. Trust me, I know exactly what that's like. That first step seems like it's a really hard struggle to do so. But when you know that God is with you and he's your very present help, he's going to give you exactly what you need when you need it. So when you're taking that first step, he's going to be with you to give you the strength to make that step. But you must make the decision to take the first step. So I encourage you, my sisters and my brothers, take the first step. Release yourself from that shame and guilt. It will destroy you. It will rob you. So I pray that you've learned something from this today. I am Miss Didi Datra M. Cooley here at the Filling Station, y'all. I am super, super excited for all that God is doing and all that's about to take place. Wishing you all a very, very peaceful and productive day. Until next time, be blessed as well as a blessing unto others. And remember this, knowledge is powerful once it's applied. Until next time.